What's up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Uh, it's been a long day. Had the entire NFL Sunday to watch. And I got all the scores for y'all. And also, I have some Bulls and Lakers scores for you, too. And a very important message for this entire podcast itself. But before we get into anything, please follow your host, me, DB Dangerous, on Instagram and Twitter at DB Dangerous. Also, Follow the Dangerous Sports Talk Facebook page, and I know I haven't been posting my episodes on there like I should because I'm always promoting on Facebook and my different social media platforms, but I will start posting those over there. Don't even worry about that. But follow the Facebook page at Dangerous Sports Talk. Also, follow this very podcast, Dangerous Sports Talk, on Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. Now, let's just get these NFL scores out the way. So, the Steelers and the Jags. They played, and the Jags won 20-10. to 10. Now, I don't trust the Steelers' offense whatsoever because the defense can show out every single week, but it doesn't mean shit if your offense can't get it done. And sadly, Kenny Pickett is out, and they're going to be looking at Mitch, Mitch Trubisky to get it done. I have said this. For the last three years now, even before Ben retired, not the answer. Never has been, never will be. I don't give a fuck what you say. Najee Harris is disappointing me bad. I feel like he's having trouble adapting to the pro game because he was a monster in college, as is a lot of players are. But then when they get to the pro level, it's a little bit disappointing. So Najee, you're disappointing me, sir. But I'm still going to give you a chance. I'm trying I'm trying to be real nice about this and not tear you a new one, but just do me a favor, fire the offensive coordinator and just be done with it. Because y'all need more offense than you do defense. Okay, okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. The Bills beat the Bucks 24 to 18. The Saints beat the Colts 38 to 27. The Eagles win over the Redskins 38-31, and Jalen Hurts absolutely balled the hell out. Over 300, 300 yards in passing, and I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe he had three passing touchdowns, and he got me my fantasy points. So, Jalen Hurts, I thank you very much. We got the Texans and the Panthers in a low-scoring game. Panthers won 15-13. The Cowboys beat the hell out of the Rams 43-20. And I know my anti-Cowboys friends and fans are upset because we know that the Rams are sorry. Dallas should have beat them. And no one can really say anything about the Cowboys right now because they're winning. But I believe they play the Eagles next week. And that's going to be their first real test because we know any division rival game is going to be intense to say the very fucking least because they're fighting to be the top of their division. So, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. We got the Vikings and the Packers, speaking of rivalry games, and the Vikings ended up winning 24-10, and Kirk Cousins ended up tearing his Achilles. Always hate to hear that it players get injured, especially players of the caliber of Kirk Cousins, even though he got on my fucking nerves with that damn you like that slogan, but prayers up to him. It's never cool when you tear your Achilles. Kobe had the same damn injury, so trust me, I know it's no fun. Then we had the Jets come back and win over the Giants in overtime, 13-10. And I know Mike, my boy Mike, 
would be happy to see that game because Zach Wilson took them by the reins and said, yo, let's go. So we have the Patriots and the Dolphins, and the Dolphins won 31-17. to I don't like the Patriots. I'm glad they are losing consistently, I should say. And now all the people that were Brady fanatics are nowhere to be seen. So I guess they retired with him. And the Browns <laughs> drop another game to the Seahawks, 24-20. to We got the original Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, playing the Arizona Cardinals. And the Ravens won that game, 31-24. to And the Bears played the Chargers. And the Bears got whooped on 30-13. to And the Broncos beat the hell out of the Chiefs, 24-9. to and that's our NFL week. And I know Monday Night Football is on tomorrow. And I'm ugh, I'm so unprepared because it is literally midnight. It's just now midnight where I am right now. I don't know when you were going to be listening to this show. But just know that my brain is in complete chill mode right now. So this show might be a little bit shorter than my other ones. But hey, bear with me here. So, we have the Bulls to talk about. They ended up losing the last game that they played. It's going to irritate me because I cannot remember who they played right now. But, Mr. Zach Levine got a brand new career high of 51 points. And as I was literally just talking about, you'll have games where DeMar will go off. There will be games when Zach will go off. And while these scoring performances are impressive, you still got to get the W. Because the Bulls, they can play together. They can compete. They can score. They can give you the spectacular highlights. But until you guys come together completely, get the pieces that you need to actually be atop of the Eastern Conference in the Central Division, you're going to keep losing because you can have great scoring nights all day. Then after a while, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I need to start fucking winning. Because we know that NBA players have egos. Certain players don't want to sacrifice their game so the team can do this and that. But you have to sacrifice something for the greater good. I'm not saying stop playing your style of play. Because you're going to play how you play regardless. But there comes a time... Where you're like, I need to win, and I need to do it now. And staying healthy. you got to stay healthy as well. That's always the issue I've had with the Bulls. And that's always been an issue for the Bulls. To keep their star players or cornerstones of their franchise healthy. It was the same with Jay Williams. With that motorcycle accident. Ben Gordon was pretty good for a little while. Then he got injured and then traded. Derrick Rose was the biggest hope since Jordan. When he went down with that ACL injury, that took the wind out of everything. Then the constant meniscus injuries. And still, I love D. Rose down. I love Derrick Rose. He's still doing his thing over in New York, and I couldn't be prouder of him. Because he was one of the players that was absolutely impossible to stop in his prime. Like, if Derrick Rose would have kept the injuries away and he didn't he didn't keep the injuries and all that other stuff, like, if he didn't keep fucking his knees up, 
we might be talking about Derrick Rose in a totally different bracket than we are right now because he's still a respectable role player. He's still out. He's still able to go out there and score. He's still very athletic, but he knows his limits now. With him being older and wanting to have a lasting career, he realizes that he doesn't have to be spectacular for everybody all the time. So he had to sacrifice what he was doing before so his body could be like, okay, I can adjust to this style of play. Grant Hill had to learn that same lesson because we know that he was one of the most spectacular players of his time. But that foot injury is what changed the course of his career. But one thing I can't say about Grant Hill is that he worked his ass off to be a respectable role player and was able to be an all-star, I believe, in, wait, 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 in either 2005 or 2006. And I couldn't have been proud of a Grant Hill, but I'm getting off track and I'm only doing this to spread the episode out to get to get longer. Ugh, what's the word I'm looking for? For the episode to be longer. Because I don't want to do a show that's like a certain amount of time. Because I used to do only what? Maximum. I was nervous and didn't want to be long-winded. But it's like, yo, this is my show. I can say and do whatever the hell I want to do. So, hey, why not? Also, the Lakers game literally just fucking ended. Not even 20 minutes ago. And the Lakers pushed the Kings to overtime and ended up losing. Let's see, what was the score? Oh my god. I think it was 131 to what? 127, something like that. And yes, the Lakers lost. They are 1-2. and two. But AD came up big again. Second game in a row. 30 points and 16 rebounds. And no one is going to use this to pacify themselves because the Lakers still lost. But y'all wanted AD to be consistent. He's been consistent for two games. The only difference is he had more rebounds this game than he did in the last game they played. Because he had 13 rebounds the last time. He got three more rebounds than he had the last game. So, him, I know he probably listens to people trolling him and hearing Shannon Sharp talking about him, hearing Stephen A talk about him, they'll bring up that scoreless that scoreless second half until they are dried out, blue in the face, tired out, but they'll still bring it up. But they won't bring up the good performances. Those won't be pacified. Those won't be blown up all over first take, undisputed, all of that. Just the bad performances will get the most damn criticism. Good performances, not so much because they're like, that's what you should be doing. You're the centerpiece of this franchise. That's what you should be doing. And while that is true, I'm going to need y'all to get the same fucking shine that you would if this were a bad game. Which brings me to my whole point. Wait, wait, wait. Before I even get into that, the rent pair Clippers played Utah. And I believe they lost that game. And Russell Westbrook did what he does best. In crunch time. He shot a whole ass air ball. And it wasn't like an air ball where he shot it near the basket and it just went over the basket. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that. Not at all. 
it was like a half-ass release. Like if it was on 2K, they would put that as a badass release. And when you let the ball go, you didn't even see his wrist snap, none of that. It's like he he got in this shooting form and he put the ball up, but he didn't follow through. And the ball literally just fell flat right in front of the basket. Like it didn't even reach the basket completely. He airballed the shit out of that ball. And the Clippers lost that game, I believe. And the thing that gets me is, now we're getting to the point of this whole episode. What kills me about that is that that air ball was not blown up for everyone to see. For everybody to talk about, troll, and criticize out the ass. But when he was on the Lakers shooting bricks and air balls for a fucking living to the point where he could have built a brick mansion with the Lakers. There was a whole compilation video of Russell Westbrook shooting air balls with an off-key-ass flute playing. But since he is on the rent payers, nobody is talking about that half as much. So what I'm going to need... The trolls and these so-called sports analysts to do is to keep the same fucking energy. If you dogged Russell Westbrook when he was on the Lakers breaking the air ball and shit, keep the same energy now that he's on the Clippers. If you're going to dog AD for not scoring in the second half during a season opener, but then... Not say shit about him performing two nights, I can't even say two nights in a row, but two games in a row with damn near similar numbers. Keep that same energy that you would have had if he would have been scoreless during this game. If he would have had 10 points after halftime and didn't score through overtime, y'all would be up his ass. Saying how embarrassing this is, how the Lakers shouldn't have paid him all that money. It was a waste of money. He's fragile. He's bitter. He has wheelchair legs. All this other shit. You would have did all of that. If he would have would have not scored at all. So if you could talk about the scoreless shit. I'm going to need y'all to fucking open up. And fucking go in. When he scores. But that's too much to ask for. Because remember. Online, that takes the fun out of trolling. Because trolls thrive off of negative energy. Negative plays. Especially when it's on the Lakers. I know folks are probably talking about this loss. I know they're talking about the loss. Because I'm going to talk about it as well. And if anyone knows anything about me. If they don't bring the heat to me. Because I can't be trolled. I have absolutely no issues in bringing the heat to them. And that's more than likely what the hell I'm going to be doing. Because when it comes to the Lakers, the goalpost gets moved all the fucking time. Literally gets moved all the time to fit what their narrative, what they want their narrative to be. It could be something completely different. So I'll give you an example. When the Lakers, like the last winning season the Lakers had, 2020. Hell, even last year. 
people thought the Lakers were going to go down after starting 0-5. Now, last time they started 0-5, they didn't even make the playoffs. But the Lakers made a push after the damn trade deadline and shoved their way into the playoffs. People said they wasn't going to win against Memphis. They won against Memphis in five. Or six, my bad. Nobody thought they were going to beat the defending champion Warriors. And they beat the Warriors. It was by an act of God that they got to the conference finals against the Denver Nuggets. Where they got bitch slapped and swept back to L.A. And they wanted that revenge so bad, but they ended up losing that first game. And the funniest thing about that is, when the Lakers win, it's whispers. They'll say, enjoy this while you can, Laker fans, and all this other crazy shit. And not really give the Lakers any type of credit. But when they lose, my whole damn timeline is lit the fuck up. So if they win, keep the same fucking energy. Keep the same energy. Because I know when they lose, they ain't going to get no type of mercy. Y'all will go in without lube, and I'll feel the fisting before anything else. So listen, my whole point is, if you're going to talk shit about the Lakers or any other team that you hate on, or even your own team, if you can stand in the good, you better run headfirst into the bad and be just as fucking loud about it. Because be dangerous doesn't hide from nobody. And one thing that people don't like about me is that I cannot be humble whatsoever. When the Lakers got stomped out of the first round in 2021, there was folks that wanted me to just take the night off so they control in peace. So what did I do? I did a video. Talking about the season in mourning at first. I put on all black, had my Lakers hat on with some glasses. But then when I got into it, I took everything off, had my Kobe shirt on, and I went in. So if you want me to humble myself, I'm going to need you to humble yourself. Fair, fair trade, right? I'll humble myself if y'all humble yourselves. But since that's not going to happen, the more you complain, the more I do it. So like I said... If you can talk shit about that scoreless second half, then you better chirp a little bit or talk about where he actually fucking performs. Keep the same energy. That's all I'm fucking saying. And on 19 minutes, I'm going to get my ass out of here. I thank you guys so much for your continued love and your support for the show. It's always appreciated. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's a consistency for me. As long as I get consistent listens, it don't matter if I got what. In the last two episodes, I have like about six listens. So that's not bad at all. Because one show can get three listens. Another one can get three listens. Another one can have five. Another one might have more than that. So it all adds up. So I'm always appreciative to what you guys give Dangerous Sports Talk and give me Be Dangerous. So I thank my listeners so very much all the time. And as always, this season is going to be dedicated to my friend Mike. I love you so much, Mike. Always going to step up the game for you. 
And yeah, I'm going to get my ass out of here because it's now 20 minutes. But as always, I'm Be Dangerous. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Be Dangerous. Well, I'm sorry, it's not even Twitter no more. X. Follow me on X at the Be Dangerous. Please follow Dangerous Sports Talk, the Facebook page. And this very podcast on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. And I'm fucking out of here. Peace.